0: Oh, hi, everybody. My name is Matt Stores, and welcome to Matt Explaining. Today on the episode, we have an expert who I'm very excited to talk to about their area of expertise. Expert, please introduce yourself and tell us what you're an expert in.
1: Hi, I'm Chloe Brooks, and I'm an expert in burnout and stress.
0: Okay. My understanding of burnout is that it kind of began to gain prevalence in our society. 2001 is when people really started paying attention to Burnout. And this was associated with the release of the first game in the Burnout franchise, which is not just a racing game, but there's aspects to it that it's really designed to get your heart pumping. You want to have those quick turns where where your wheels would burn out, so to speak, because you are going so fast, you're making such big turns. The game got so much prevalence with Acclaim releasing it. They didn't want it to be as realistic as Gran Turismo or the other games in the kind of the racing series. They wanted to emphasize the fun But ultimately, people started recognizing with it is the stress that came with playing a game that had such intense circumstances of the racing of the, I think there are ones where you are doing crimes and running away from police and stuff like that. I I haven't played them in quite a while. But they recognize like, oh, hey, like I'm playing these games. I'm getting kind of stressed out. And I keep having to play these missions over and over again because I keep failing. And people started using this term burnout from these games to kind of express that kind of amount of investment and time that they had been putting in and how frustrating it had become playing these games. And they recognized, kind of through some self-reflection through some some very interesting think pieces, I believe around 2003, 2004, and then some subsequent ones, how this is kind of manifesting in the workplace and just like our day-to-day lives. And so this term burnout came from this video game series, but now has been applied to work culture And this dynamic of just being so invested in work and so invested in their creative endeavors that they put too much stress on them because they have this expectation of like, yeah, I am going to pull off this heist, but I don't have all of the means to do it as well as my supervisors or how I personally want to do it. And in the workplace, Burnout has kind of led to this idea of quiet quitting and how people are basically trying to reduce the amount of work that they're doing as much as possible until they kind of get recognized like, oh, hey, this person isn't doing their job. But there's been so many staffing shortages in so many places where extra work has been placed on people like people are doing the work of like five or six people in one job. But they're not their your pay is not getting adapted, but they're still being expected to produce all of these things. And that is an expectation that is un- unfair, I think, than a lot of instances. But there's just a loss of the ability to just like flip over a table and say, I'm done with this because people are just trying to be so respectful and like, yeah, I don't want to do this anymore, but I want to be respectful and I want to make it as hard on them as possible. It's very, I don't want to say passive aggressive because I don't think it truly is. I think it is just, it is a way to cope with something that is unreasonable, but it's a, Missed opportunity to just be able to flip that table in the conference. Also, there's been a big prevalence in the increase of weight and tables, I guess, <laughs> because they had such a big problem with it so many years yeah. ago, with so many people getting burnt out, you know, early on in the game because their hand dexterity had become so good playing this racing game wow. that they were Gosh. able to flip the tables so effectively. So then they've been investing in heavier woods, chestnut and oak. <laughs> to make the tables. So I guess that would make sense why they're not doing that as much. Now, Chloe, about how much of that was accurate?
1: Like 20%.
0: 20%. Okay.
1: Like 20%. So <laughs> to my knowledge, burnout has nothing to do with burnout, the racing game, which thank you for telling me about because I did not know it existed until now. It's been around for a lot longer than 2001. Burnout as it as it is recognized now as a term, as defined by the World Health Organization, burnout is an occupational phenomenon that is chronic workplace stress that has not been successfully managed. And it's characterized by exhaustion, cynicism, and reduced professional efficacy, which means you are no longer performing at the same level at your job that you used to be able to. You just can't get to that same level of productivity anymore. Mm. It's what happens when your fight or flight response gets switched on, but then it never gets to turn off. So it's not just one stressful situation here or there, it's chronic, it has built up over time, it has accumulated, and now it is this crushing weight. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, All it really takes to activate that is feeling that your safety or stability is threatened in some way. So in the workplace, that could be anything from you are working toward a promotion but because you've taken on so much to make yourself stand out and look good, you miss an important deadline. Mm -hmm. And now you feel that your job security or your chance for advancement is at jeopardy. Right. Or it could be something as big as your company has been acquired. Over the next six months, they're going to downsize your department, but they don't know yet how many people or who or when. Mm -hmm. And so in the first scenario, Yes, you have some stress that you're currently under because you're taking on all of this extra work trying to make yourself look good for the promotion. Mm -hmm. But then missing that deadline is sudden, immediate stress. That triggers your fight or flight, right? Oh no, we're feeling panicky. We're feeling scared. My boss is going to yell at me. I'm going to not get this promotion. I might even get written up or have some other sort of consequence at work. And so your heart rate spikes and you're thinking gets focused on surviving this immediate threat. Mm-hmm. Well, when the threat is over, your boss is like, it's okay, we'll give you an extension. Or you find out you do actually get the promotion. Your stress response returns to normal, which means you're, you're not acting like a scared wild animal anymore.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So burnout is when you never get to turn off from that. You are, you're stuck there being a scared wild animal. You never get to return to being just Chloe, the office worker.
0: If you don't mind, I have a question. The folks that I've known that have kind of experienced it, it's like that, you know, you're in that fight or flight response and then you hit a breaking point. Is that like something that is kind of universal with burnout? Or is there some people that have just, they kind of plateau and they stay there? Or is there kind of an instance where they have a breaking point where they just like throw everything up in the air, flip the table, so to speak?
1: From from the research that I've done and from my own experience burning out however many times now, I do think that for the most part, there is a breaking point. But Mm. what that point is depends on the person and it depends on what is causing their burnout at that point. Burnout is, I mean, the symptoms of it can include like, Fatigue, insomnia. You feel exhausted all the time. You don't have any sort of energy left physically or mentally or emotionally. In the worst of my burnouts, I don't think I would have been able to find the energy to flip the table, physically or mentally. Being able to, yeah, there's a breaking point, but it's not always table flipping. Sometimes the breaking point is you can't drag yourself out of your bed. You're so worn down from the unrealistic expectations set for you. or the unclear expectations where you are working so hard to meet someone else's expectations, your bosses, for example, mm-hmm. that are unaligned with the expectations you have set for yourself. And so that disconnect is causing chronic stress every day when you go into work for a company you hate working for. I mean, yes, some people might be able to, upon realizing they are feeling burnout. They might be able to march into their boss's office, flip the table and say, I quit. This company sucks. This is awful. You don't treat us like workers should be treated. I'm done with this. I'm going to mm-hmm. go work where I'll be paid my value. But some people, and this includes me, honestly, some people don't have the energy to do that when they get there. It, it takes energy to stand up for yourself and to fight. And a lot of times when people realize they are burnout, out, it's when they realize they don't have a lot of fight left or even really any fight left
0: (laughs) like right yeah I can imagine in listening to your description there especially in a bad work environment there might be instances where you've kind of like it's a death by degrees sort of situation where it's they've been chipping away at you they've been asking for more things they've been increasing these expectations in such a way where it's like you don't realize that you've put an extra 50 pounds of weight on your shoulders until you're literally trying to get out of bed one day. And you're like, Oh man, I, I have, I can't do this. As opposed to like, if they came to you with being like, Hey, you got to carry that 50 extra pounds, you know, all at, all at once. Exactly. They would, you would have been like, no, I can't do that. And I'm not going to do it, but they kind of easy into it. If that makes sense.
1: Yes. And that's part of what makes burnout and burnout culture and toxic work culture so insidious is that it's not all of a sudden, it's not overnight. Burnout does not happen overnight. You Mm -hmm. don't see it coming because it sneaks up on you gradually by degrees, like you said. Mm -hmm. You can learn to spot the signs and the warning flags, but until you've been there or until someone who has been there, a lot of times you don't know what to look for. You'll, you'll hear, growing up, I always would hear people say, oh, be careful if you're going to burn out. Okay, great. But what does being careful look like? Right. What does that look like? We're taught to take care of ourselves, but we're not taught like what taking care of ourselves looks like, especially in a professional setting.
0: Absolutely. What are some of the warning signs of burnout or things that people could notice that might give them an indication that burnout might be coming or they might be susceptible to it?
1: Do you mean warning signs that you can look for within your workplace, as in this is the culture that is going to drive me to burnout? Or do you mean signs within yourself like, oh no, I am on the road to burnout and I need to change course That
0: I think both would be helpful, but definitely the personal ones, I okay. think, start there.
1: Sure. So personally, common symptoms of burnout include fatigue mm-hmm. and insomnia. So even if you're getting the right number of hours of sleep per night, you're waking up feeling still exhausted, still just worn completely out. And then you might have trouble falling asleep at night or staying asleep as well. Mm -hmm. This is, this is a classic stress worries, keeping you up at night. That is you will experience brain fog, which thank you COVID. This is a term that we all know now, (laughs) but, Mm -hmm. but I learned it through researching burnout. It's, it's the sort of like fuzzy you you're feeling forgetful or you're walking into a room and not remembering why you went in, but like more than normal. Some of us right. are already a little spacey, but this is, this is not normal. And so right. this is something that is a distinct departure from what is normal for you. Mm-hmm. You can have all kinds of awful physical symptoms popping up, headaches, chest pains, body aches, digestive issues, just generally more prone to being ill. You always hear stress will make you sick, but no, it literally will make you all kinds of different illnesses. <laughs> so, right. And with those digestive issues, you might have loss of appetite, which I've always been a stress eater usually. But when I'm really, really burning out, I neglect, neglect, neglect feeding myself. Like, I just don't think about it because all I can think about is the stress I'm under. I have this deadline. I have this meeting. I have all of these things. Who has time to feed themselves? And it's not a right. conscious thought. But because all of this is so ingrained in the front of my head, like I have to get this stuff done or so-and-so will be mad at me. And that's the worst thing in the world.
0: (laughs) Right. It supersedes Uh, it. You're just not hungry. Yeah. That's
1: because of the physiological changes that your body goes through in in the stress response. Right. With with your stress response activated, only the systems that are responsible for keeping you alive in an immediate emergency are really given priority. So stuff like digestion slows down when you're under stress. So of course you're Mm -hmm. not going to feel hungry. You're not processing correctly. Right. Cynicism is another one that you can look out for increased irritability, resentment. All of this is signs that something is out of whack here. Uh, If, if I'm, if all that I can think about is my stress and my deadlines and -and so-and-so expects this of me and I still haven't turned it into them. And so they must be sitting there like, man, Chloe's a flake. Yeah, I'm going to (laughs) feel like way more irritable and judgmental of myself, which then I'm going to feel like everyone's judging me because I'm judging myself. These are all things you can look out for in yourself that are signs burnout is coming. But beyond that, I would look for when was the last time you did stuff for yourself that you like that was nothing to do with work? When is the last time you sat down and read a book that was for pleasure or painted or went on a walk without tracking it on your watch? Like, (laughs) Right. When did you play last? If you're not playing, you're probably heading toward burnout.
0: Right. Yeah. You're not taking time for yourself, having fun and doing things that you enjoy or not getting the same amount of joy out of those things that you previously liked. Right. Yeah. Interesting. Chloe, I really appreciate you taking the time out of your day to talk with me about this. I think that it's going to be helpful for a lot of people. If people wanted to learn more about you or more about burnout or how to avoid going through burnout, where, where would you recommend they look?
1: Sure. So I would say if you're a podcast person, mm-hmm. listen to fried the burnout podcast by Kate Donovan, who is an okay. acupuncture therapist and a burnout recovery coach. This podcast is like, honestly, it's my favorite resource for, for burnout help. Honestly, if you're more into reading though, there's two different books I would really, really recommend. One is called burnout, the secret to unlocking the stress cycle by Dr. Emily and Amelia Nagoski. And it probably has done the best job of explaining that whole stress cycle, stress response cycle. The other one is can't even how millennials became the burnout generation by Ann Helen Peterson. And this does a really, really good job of breaking burnout specifically as it affects millennials, but moreover showing that it's not just, it's not just one person being chronically stressed. It's a systemic issue that is (laughs) ingrained in the entire way that our country operates from government to work culture. Like this is just society. We have built a burnout culture. Those are the resources I would say to look at. You can find me at Chloe R Brooks just a letter R on Instagram that's also my website chloerbrooks.com actually that's where I am on Twitter too so <laughs> <that's> fantastic <me.
0: laughs> yeah easy easy to find that's great chloe i really appreciate you spending time with me today thanks for
1: having me on
0: absolutely my name is Matt Stores and this has been Matt's plating